Hi, uh, I'm Les Carlson. This is John Gibson. We're here, again, just celebrating this man's music. Um, we're going to hear him do some live stuff off of uh, Storyteller. And then, of course, my request is that you do Friend in You, because it's such an anointed tune, John. Tell us about that. Well, you know, that that's like... That's like talking about like a real experience, you know, like, you know, in, in my Christian walk, I've, I've come across times that were just so authentic, you know what I mean? And just movements of God, like, like I'm not a, I had a pastor once say, once say no testimonies and no courtesy drops, please. Uh-huh. You know, if it ain't real, you know, we, 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 we don't want it, you know? Yeah. Testimonies. I'll give my testimony. <laughs> testimony. No, thank you. <laughs> I knew you would like that. <laughs> my testimony. I like that preacher. <laughs> I know. Cool. And the courtesy drops he would call when people would fall out in the spirit. And, 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 and I experienced that, the pressure of, you know, people praying over you. But I went, I, I fell out in the spirit one time yeah. and it was real. And I was fully aware of what was happening. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in a cloud somewhere. Sure. I was being healed and I was being delivered and I was being ministered to by the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in a trance. I wasn't, I was fully right. sound mind, okay, the whole time it was happening. And I think that Friend in You was a very real experience because this was a time when all of a sudden, you know, as a young Christian artist, I was involved in a lawsuit with Christians. And, you know, lawsuits are ruthless, okay? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, I do There's not a lot of love in them. I've you know experienced what I mean? it, yes. Yeah, there's not a lot of love in them. And so I felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. I felt for the first time as a Christian, I felt, because I didn't see that one coming. See, I, I couldn't imagine. It was one thing, you know, coming up, you know, uh, an agnostic and uh, a non-believer and coming up in the mean streets of San Francisco and experiencing the world and how cold it could be. But to have it come from a brother really yeah. caught me off guard. And yeah. it was so painful to me. And I remember uh, I was renting a house at the time and uh, I was just so heartbroken and so dis- distraught that, I mean, I, I cried like a baby. Yeah. I mean, I sobbed and I cried. I was so angry and so hurt and everything. And at the end of that, it always ends in music for me. I'd have my little setup and I came and I start playing these chords and out came these chords, friend and you. Uh, which was this funny little circulating thing. The whole song is like a circle. It just circulates, right? It's the same thing circling over and over again. And uh, and the lyrics came out, you know, life has got you down and there isn't anything you can do to turn it around. You wanted to be free, but all you got was misery. And life don't love you when you're holding on or after you let go. So what's it matter who you are or what you do? Uh, baby, I know you'd like to end it all, but please, before you do, my friend, I know what you've gone through but Jesus died for you. So keep in mind that although your heart is blue, let it break in two and you'll find a friend that lives in you. It just flowed through me. Mm -hmm. See, I wasn't in the state of mind mentally or spiritually to even, you know, that wasn't me writing it. It was God. It was God. It was the Holy Spirit taking advantage of my weakness Mm -hmm. to produce the song. And, 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 And I say that I want to take this opportunity to to give notice, which any chance I have to give notice to this song. This song has a powerful anointing against the spirit of suicide. So powerful. And and I tell you, my son will testify to it. My wife, anybody who knows me, knows that we've seen miracles with this song. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm talking hundreds of letters, 
emails. If I was to give you a Reader's Digest short on some of them, hey, you know, it was at my brother's house with a machete. I was going to hack his family up. Uh, he prayed. Uh, I ran to my car. His Your cassette was stuck in the cassette player. I kept, kept trying to get it out, but it kept playing that song. God uh, moved, and I gave my yeah, life to Christ, and yeah. now I'm a manager of the Hilton. I have five kids. I'm yeah. praising the Lord. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, talking, yeah. Yes. you know, this. the song is, is <clears throat> powerful. I have another guy who, who who's now a pastor in Arizona. He said that at 19 years old, my son's age now, he was, he was gathering up his things in his house, not letting his parents. He didn't want his parents to find out what he was up to, but he was going to take his life. And they were playing that god-awful Christian music, that stuff that he didn't relate to, that stuff he didn't want to hear. You know what I mean? That Oh, that Christian music, oh, they're doing it again. And along came my song, Friend and You. And he yeah. thought it sounded like Stevie Wonder. And he said, even in the letter, he said, I thought they had made a mistake. I thought they had changed the station, and this was new, some new Stevie Wonder song. So it got my attention. But when I heard the lyrics, I realized right then and there God was talking directly to me. And I broke. I fell yeah. on my face, and I gave my life to the Lord right then and there. My wow. parents were a part of it, the whole deal. And here I am today, a pastor with a family and whatever. See, the <laughs> song, the anointing awesome. that was captured in that song is captured on the tape, on the CD. Yeah. So when people listen to this song, if they're in that state that they need to be ministered to, if, they, if they've been gripped by the, by the demonic oppression of suicide this song will break through it i mean i people thought i was crazy but i thought about establishing a national hotline the friend in you hotline where mm -hmm. people could phone in in the suicidal state and just hear the song yeah. and maybe see the lyrics on their phone or whatever you know what i mean but but I, I really feel that strongly that even today that song is able to save lives and in spite of me it didn't have much i was all bent out of shape and that you know i had gotten hurt by christians whoopee you know yeah. what i mean Wel welcome to the real world son you know but yeah. he used that opportunity mm -hmm. to, to to put forth the song with this incredible anointing and still today still doing it that's why i do it at every gig i do it and i love doing it in, in i love doing it at secular events at the jazz fest or at in a secular nightclub i'll play it and just man sure enough it it ministers to people. Yeah. I have people come up afterwards and squeeze my arm and go, man, that, that, that one song you did, uh, you know, that, that, what's that friend, something? I go, yeah, friend wow. of you, <laughs> you know, that really touched me. I just wanted you to know that. So, <clears throat> you know. So here it is. Yeah. Friend in you. Life has got you down. can do to turn it around all you wanted to be free but all you got was misery the light don't love you when you're holding on but after you let go so what's it matter who you are or what you do Baby, I know you'd like to end it all, but please, before you do, my friend, I know what you've gone through, but Jesus died for you, so keep in mind that all, though your heart is blue, 
all the time. Yes. And it's really fun because lately we've been able to get together live with artists. With artists. And it's been great. So we want to, again, remind you. That we actually air some of the clips, video clips on Frontline Records' YouTube channel. Yeah. So it's not just audio anymore. There's some actual video clips that kind of are exciting because you get to see the artists and how we are in real life and our natural habitat behind the microphone. That's right. And most of the time... We videotape and we air clips of the artists playing instruments, singing, guitar, yeah. that kind of thing. A lot of fun. Yeah, we throw that in when we can. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, it's very exciting. We're happy to do this because there's so much great music that um, needs to be heard. And it's here, right right here at Frontline Records Rewind. All right. Well, that was Friend in You from Love Actually. You know, that's uh, for the, it's Single Awareness Day. And that's what we're, I guess we're celebrating that. Uh, because, you know, you really do have uh, a relationship with the Lord uh, if you want it. So you're not totally single. But anyway, it's from that compilation. Okay, so John, you have a an album that's called The Storyteller. And you have a song on the album called Storyteller. Right. And this is one of the ones that you're going to do live for us today as well. Yeah. Right? What what label was that recorded on? Actually, it's independent. It's it's an independent uh record. I I, I never uh you know, I didn't. I don't even have distribution for it. I just make it available online through iTunes uh-huh. and whatnot. It's a very personal record. Um, it, it was a tribute album to my dad. Oh, you cool. know, my dad passed away in two thousand five, and I wanted to make an album that as a tribute to him. Yeah, and it so it turned out to be a real painstaking process. It probably took me seven years to actually record it. All right. You know, but when I was done with it, I, I, I felt like, you know, I had I had created uh, an album that had tones uh, and musically shaped of the stuff that we used to enjoy together as okay. father and son. Okay. You know, my father was yeah. a very important man to me. You know, he led me to Christ. He was, he was my, my pillar, you know. And uh, so the album is, there's several songs that talk about him. There's... Uh, one of them is called Ghetto Hippie, okay? Ghetto Hippie? <laughs> I like that. He was. Ghetto Hippie. Yeah, Ghetto Hippie, which is what he was. He loved to be in the hood, man. He loved to be in the hood. Now, was your dad a storyteller? Is that like, Exactly, I mean, that's yeah. That's the deal. Because he, you know, I mean, he he witnessed by telling stories. That's how he did it. He would tell the story of his life. He would tell stories of experiences he went through. Mm-hmm. And he was such a good storyteller that... He actually uh, used that as a powerful one-on-one. He was great one-on-one, yeah. you know? And, uh, and so, you know, and, and, you know it, it goes back to the life of Jesus. I mean, he was a storyteller. He would tell yes, stories, you know? And through yeah. those stories, you would see God. And uh, like my father, I'm a storyteller because I tell stories about, you know, things that God is showing me, you know? Yeah. And those stories... Uh, uh, you know, become uh, something that you can identify with, relate to in your own way. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not so much even the way that I'm perceiving it when I when I write it. But, but and it, you know that as a songwriter, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean. You, yes. Sometimes you perceive something one way, but the listener can perceive it another way. But uh, yeah, so the storyteller, I think, is uh, it's a Chris, Christian contemporary album. Mm-hmm. You know, done at a time when Christian contemporary music is not you know, in the mainstream of Christian music anymore. So, but uh, I had to finish it. It was like Don Quixote charging the windmill. You know, it had to, it had to come to an, a conclusion. You yes. Because it was very important for me. But uh, I'm happy with the album. You yeah. Know. Well, I want the listeners to just kind of get cozy, sit back and listen to a great storyteller, John Gibson. Have you ever felt like somebody has tried to put you down? Just because you're trying to turn your life around 
They don't know your childhood dreams Are still inside of you And you're just trying to find a way To make it all come true Sitting around wondering While the world's passed us by Yeah Is this the way it's supposed to be All the lie Can I tell a story A story My story now Cause I'm a storyteller Ooh, yeah, yeah Now listen to my story My story Don't tune me out, no, no I'm a storyteller Ooh, yeah, yeah Now don't be thinking that you're all alone Wandering, stumbling Trying to keep up with someone ahead of you No, no That's not the way it is My father stands above it all With a plan for you So no matter what you face You get through Oh yes you will Yes you will Now sometimes it's hard To hear the truth Because a lie is so loud Yeah But that's when you have to just step away From the crowd Can I tell a story My story, my story now Cause I'm a storyteller Oh, yeah, yeah Listen to my story, my story Don't tune me out I'm a storyteller Oh, yeah, yeah Listen I'm just storytelling, storytelling, oh yes I, oh yes I Have I told my story well, only time will tell Listen to my story, my story, my story now, yeah Cause I'm a storyteller Yes, I am. Let me tell my story. My story, don't try to tune me out. No, I'm a storyteller. Oh, yeah. Oh, cause I've been around, so I know a thing or two. Let me tell my story as it might pertain to you. Oh, Can I tell a story? I will tell you all I see, yeah Oh, listen to my story Cause it might just set you free Cause I'm a storyteller I'm a storyteller Oh, yeah, yeah I'm a storyteller Boy, yes I am So Les, we wanted to remind fans today that we videotape our Rewind sessions, Uh and we use clips of those sessions on our Frontline Records YouTube channel. That is exciting. It is, because most of those clips are actual live performances by the artists that you interview on Frontline Records Rewind. Yeah, and it has been a lot of fun. Yes. So we want to share that with you. Check it out. 
Frontline Records YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, John, I am free. What does that have to do with? I mean, you got, you know, do you, you well, don't charge at your concerts or what's the deal there? Yeah. You know what? I, I, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I'm kidding. Yeah. Of no, course. But you know what? I, I, I love that concept of free period, you know, giving for free, doing for free, freely we receive, freely we give. I, I love that. You know, I mean, that's really where my heart is at. Yeah. But I've had to, I've had to do music to, to survive. I've had to do music to make a living. I've had mm -hmm. to make money at it, you know? And in order to, uh, but you're you're charitable. survive. Yeah, I mean, if I could, doing... I tell you, you know, I mean, I I would rather just give music away because I want people to hear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I so many times, I, you know, when I finished uh, Storyteller, uh, you know, uh, speaking of I Am Free, I Am Free is a powerful song. It's like a it's it's a man alone on a piano making a statement about his faith, and it's just so real it's like you know you could sing that in a bar and people yeah. would get it you know it's just bam you know yeah. what i mean it's just and and you know i'd be doing these concerts with my brand new album and people just walking by my table like you know you know he's he's a has-been artist uh, you know the album can't be that good it's just i don't know what they're thinking in their mind but they're walking past the table and i just want to leap up and go look where do you think you're going see this record right here you need this in your life okay because there's nothing like it today <laughs> yeah yeah there's nothing out there yeah that even comes close to this and you need this in your life so yeah. i you know i want i want to bless you with it you need this you know you and your three kids yeah go yeah. go and be blessed you know and yeah. I, i'd have to give the record away you know what i mean yeah. because it's not so much the 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 making of the albums it's what the albums can do for people's lives the yeah. brightness that it can bring the hope Mm -hmm. The you know what I mean? That's nothing like a good song that you can identify with. You know, when you need to feel strong in Christ, you need to reach out for God. You need some encouragement. You know, and we we so, all gotta feel yeah. free. Yeah. So, John, appreciate it. This is called "I Am Free," John Gibson. free i am free i laid down my misery at the cross on calvary yeah now i am free truly free can't nobody bother me since the day of my victory Forgive almost any sin, yes I would And if I call you my friend That's a friend you can depend Now I can tell you where I've been Oh, but this is not and that was then Baby, all I know is I am free now I am free I laid down my misery At the cross on Calvary, yeah. Now I am free, truly free, and they can't own what they can't see since the day of my victory. Oh, and I'm not gonna try and tell you it's been easy, no. And this broken heart's cried so many. Oh, 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 yes it has 
Came down and did you write love came down yeah yeah what's the that, melody like just yeah the melody is uh turn yourself around wipe away that frown oh my goodness. and let your love come down Ooh, now yeah. you're gonna do that with the keyboards and everything right yeah. here right so stevie played uh harp on that Tell yeah. me about what that must have been like to have him there. I mean, well, it was it was amazing, you know. St- Stevie is 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 a total artist, so he yeah. he, you know, just because you you're there to do a session with him doesn't mean he's ready, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we got there to the studio and he couldn't find his harmonica, and he plays a very specialized chromatic harp, so he had to have somebody drive to his house and get the chromatic harp. So we, you know, we all kind of stood around, and uh, so anyway. Um, we get ready to do the session and keep in mind this is our version of his song yeah bill wolfer produced Mm -hmm. you know and uh you know so here we're playing the track now this is his song so you know we're not going to tell him you know what to do per se in the sense of you know what we want you to do steve because in the original track he doesn't really play harmonica there's these little uh snippets of harmonica things being flown in to the uh, song okay. that he did and they they flew it in you know right. uh on from two track so there wasn't a real strong harmonica presence on that song so we wanted that we wanted we wanted at a certain point him to just tear into the solo and at the end of the song just vamp out right uh-huh. so it uh, gets ready the time he's supposed to do it and and uh, Nate Watts is engineering you know we're out Wonderland yeah. and uh um Stevie Song, song comes up and they push record and he blows his solo and then he just vamps out and then we take a break and I'm talking hours go by before you know I thought we were done and then and then all of a sudden Stevie was like yeah I want to do another part on that track you know and he's just like all right so we go back in the studio and he doubles it precisely exactly Perfect, splitting off into harmonies oh my where he chose. 
<laughs> and when I saw that, I'd never seen anything like that. How did this? How did he play the solo, vamp, and then come back and double it exactly, and splitting off into harmony? See, that's a that's yeah. that's who he is. Yeah. That's why yeah. he's. They call him Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. So I I, I asked I asked Nate Watts, the bass player, who who I knew before Steve. We were friends before I actually met Stevie. You mm-hmm. know, and I just said, Nate, how did he do that? And Nate was like, "Well, you know, he he got you, you know you know what a photographic memory is, John." Yeah. And I just said, "Yeah, well, he kind of got that, but it, but it was like an audio memory. If he if he heard it, he can do it again. Yeah, it, wow. because whatever he hears is like a picture to him. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How amazing is that? Yeah. And then and then that goes back to when I when I first met him to where." Um, you know, it was three years after I'd first met him and I was in the office with Johanna Vagoda, his Stevie, Stevie Wonder's attorney. Uh And Stevie said, is that John Gibson in the background? See, he heard me talk and he remembered my voice. Uh If he meets you one time, here's your voice. He will remember your name and your voice. Wow. See what I mean? So amazing. Yeah. That's something else, you know? So. Gee. I have a hard time remembering what day it is, let alone. (laughs) (laughs) And then to have two exactly the same with a harmony. Right. That's even harder. I know. Some negative effects. 
Here's something yeah. new that we're doing with our Frontline Records Rewind shows. What is it? We are putting together playlists on Spotify of the music that we feature on the Rewind episodes. Oh, cool. Yes. That's so great. People, a lot of people are into Spotify. Yeah. And so they can go to their, to the Frontline Records Spotify playlists and find our music with our featured artists. So remember... Frontline Records. You can't forget. You've got a better memory than that. It's Spotify. That's right. It's Frontline Records Rewind. Okay, so that was awesome. Do you uh, hang with Stevie sometimes? Yeah, yeah. And he calls out of the blue and asks weird questions. And, you know, he loves to talk to Lisa because Lisa does good phone. Okay, he's an audio guy, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So he'll call, he'll talk to me for a little bit, but where's your wife at, man? Get her on the phone. Because, <laughs> you know, he, he's all audio. Yeah, she, yeah. She's got that personality, you know, and he loves to talk to her. And then she asks some bold questions, and she says things straight out, and, you know. And he likes it. Why not this, and why not that, and what are you doing, and aren't you thinking of this, and... You know, I know you just went through a divorce. You know, it can't be easy. You know, blah blah blah. I mean, she hits oh, him with the you know awesome. the real stuff. You know, and I remember when she she says, "I know you just went through a divorce, Stevie," and he paused and he goes, "Uh," because he was on speakerphone. I heard him. He goes, "Yeah, girl. Well, you know, I didn't see that one coming." <laughs> He's got a sense of humor, you know. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. He's just the way he said it. You know, he was making a, you know, a play off of words. Yeah. But uh, he's cool. One time he just asked me what I thought of the tsunami was. He just called me out of the blue and said, what do you think of the tsunami? You know, uh, the one the one yeah. that hit, uh, you know, yeah. um, and, and not the one in Japan, the one before that, uh, Malaysia. Malaysia, and all yeah. of that. And, you know, I just had to tell him because he, oh, he asked me a, a straight up question. He said, uh, was it, was it, uh, what do you think? Was it an act of God or act of nature? And I went, well, I got to be a little of both, you know, because yeah. God created nature. So yeah. I just said, you know what, Steve, I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm just going to say that, look, I don't want to be one of these name it and claim it Christians that say, oh, that's definitely God and he did that and, you know, we better yeah. wake up and repent and this and that. Because yeah. I don't believe God is in the business of killing people. Yeah. 
But God has killed some folks, okay, yeah. <laughs> before, yeah. you know. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, you remember the flood? You know, I, I just said, look, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, but I do know this. There's a lot of bad stuff that happens over there, man. I mean, Europeans and wealthy Americans taking advantage of those people mm. financially and sexually and every dark way you can imagine. That's a yeah. dark part of the world, yeah. a stomping ground for 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 some dark stuff so i don't know steve yeah. but all i know is you know um you know that god is uh has already stated in the word that there's going to be some things that are going to shake people up man and 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 cause people to wake up and mm -hmm. and and start to think about what's important you know and uh you know, it's one thing to think about all the wealth. You had a guy like Ted Turner, if he was hanging out when that tsunami came in, he would he wouldn't think about his his private jet, his wealth, or his all his TV stations. He would think about what am I going to find to float on? Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean, yeah. <laughs> how can't, am I going to live through this thing? And that's a very raft. humble experience for yeah. you know. And you hear those stories about these wealthy people who go through these things, and it totally changes their life and perspective as to what's important in life. You know, right. So, John, I got to tell you, you know, I did a lot of touring and before I was saved and that I, I, I played on the circuits and I was out there on the road a lot. And uh, when Songs in the Key of Life came out, it, that was one of those albums that stopped everybody right. in their tracks. Right. Me, me included. You included. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, I wasn't a believer at the time. I mean, you know, I wasn't born again Christian. Yeah, me anything. neither. But yeah. he had this song called Have a Talk with God, right. which I understand you redid, and, and he actually played harmonica on it. Yeah. So uh, you're going you're gonna to do that live for us here. Yeah. Awesome. There are people who have let the promise of today to do Lead them to conclude that for them life is not the way But every problem has an answer And if yours you cannot find, yeah You can talk it over to him all you give him peace of mind Here you feel your life's too hard Just go have a talk with God how many of us feel we walk alone without a friend? Never communicating with the one who lives within. Forgetting all about the one who never ever let you down. And you can talk it over, talk it over to him. He's always around. Here you feel your life's too hard. Just go have a talk with God. And we sing La da 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 La da 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 La da 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 La da 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 He's the only priest psychiatrist that's known throughout this world Solving the problems of all men Women, little bees, little boys, little girls Here you feel your life's too hard Just go have a talk with God
Many of us feel we walk alone without a friend. Never communicating with the one lives within. Getting all about the one that never ever lets you down. And you can talk it over to him. He's always around. And you feel your life's too hard. Just go have a talk with God. sort of weapon for Christ. So yeah. if you're allowed to go into these places, uh, I think it's I think it's an amazing uh testimony and I mean what your life and 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 even the positions uh, you know where you've been and the people you've been next to because of your talent that God yeah. gave you and and then your heart to be after Christ in the midst of that. Right. Th- this is important stuff because we really are in a battle now for people's right. souls. Oh, no and, doubt. And no doubt. these people that are in Hollywood, I mean, they're, 
I don't want to use cliche things like they're blinded and that kind of stuff, but they are, they are so distracted right. by what the world has to offer that when they're alone and they're not a superstar, it's just them one-on-one, oh, yeah. how do they get to God, you know? I mean, you, you know how what? do they get well, there? Well, it's hard because If they don't for them, meet people that are different. For them, uh, I have a buddy that, that we... Uh, it seemed like we'd get together and there was like a dark cloud hanging over uh-huh. us. But anyway, we love each other. We're friends, you know, yeah. and we've gone through a lot together. He's he's a different kind of a person. But uh, he got into the restaurant industry big time up in Santa Barbara. And and he got a chance to meet. He's been he's done business for years with some of the wealthiest, wealthiest people. I'm talking people that are so wealthy that, you know, got people that have like four Lamborghinis all in white because in case one breaks down, they've got another. And in case that one breaks down, they got another. And in case mm, that yeah. one breaks... And then not to mention the red Lamborghinis. Because uh-huh. the, they don't want white yeah, You know what I'm time. saying? And, and, and <laughs> you know, he was, he was telling me, you know, all these people, they're so wealthy and they're so depressed yeah. that they're suicidal. Yeah. They're on drugs. They're on they're on they're on they 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 take as they take enough psychotic medication that would just make a horse keel over. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you want see when you when when you're in that state, I mean, how are you going to seek God when you're in that state? Yeah. It's almost like we have to go to them. Yeah. And we've got to reach through the yeah. madness to them. Yeah. You know. So he finds himself being a witness cuz he's bold. He just says it like it is. Why do you need four Lamborghinis uh-huh. that are white? Yeah. What's the logic of that? And the well, answer, you know, and the answer is one it. might be dirty. <laughs> right. That's not a good answer, dude. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just, but but to tell you the truth, that that's the thing. I mean, how much, you know, uh, what is happiness? What is truly happiness? I I think, um, you know, the Lord has always comforted me through Scripture, and He's yeah. always brought Scriptures. Even when I'm lazy and I don't feel like reading the Bible, somehow a Scripture will get into my mind. Whether yeah. I'll read it here or I'll, it'll pop up in church, or or I'll crack the Bible open and I'll I'll just do a little studying and it'll come, but he'll speak to me through his... Now I, I just have a Bible app on my phone yeah. that gives me a scripture every day yes. yeah. and, and, and that I can study on. So, because I need help in that area. I'm a total artist. I'll forget to read the Bible, you know. And, uh, but scriptures like this, you know, when, when I was... Uh, you know, here, you know, people are telling me, oh, you made bad business decisions and you should have zigged when you should have zagged yeah. and you should have did this when you mm-hmm. should have did that. Mm-hmm. But today I look back on it and I say, I made decisions because I, I couldn't do it. Morally, mm-hmm. I couldn't go there and I yeah. couldn't make those decisions. So they may be viewed as bad business decisions, but, you know, I'm not up there on the Grammys with demons dancing around me and flames coming out of my ears. Okay? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want that. You yeah. know what I mean? And because so, that's what you get. I mean, that's it. Yeah, I know. Now, you know, I mean, the, know? the world, uh, it's like, uh, yeah. it's its so evident. Uh, we we are born, we're looking really good. We get up into our 20s, we're awesome. You're beautiful, everybody's loving you. And things change and, and things deteriorate by a car. It gets rusty. I mean, everything. And even right. your body just gets old. Like, look at me, man. I'm getting old. And then you die. Well, you look great. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. But the and point is, the point is, is that without that's what the world says this is what you get right but with jesus you know we go through this process and then we're with him for eternal life and we're good i think the major crossroads that i went through as a christian and as a musician is god wants us to have faith man he doesn't want us to be 
he doesn't want us to have fear, man. Yeah. He doesn't want that from us. He wants us. He he's a last minute God. You know, he comes through at the last minute. Yeah. I don't know why he does it that way. Maybe to build our faith or whatever, but yeah. he does. And you know, when I was at my lowest, he'd give me scriptures like Solomon saying, "I've observed a great evil under the sun." And he says, and that is, is that many a fool parade about on horseback while mm -hmm. princes goeth about on foot. Mm -hmm. And that's a very powerful statement because the person that's going about on foot is the righteous man, the one who's, 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 who's you know, he, he said no to the, to the uh, trappings of the world because yeah. he wants to do, be righteous and he wants yeah. to be good and he wants to follow after God. Yeah. He wants the right path, like, yeah. like the movie Bronx Tale with, with uh, Robert De Niro. Remember, he, he said, um, you know, and the son was uh, uh, arguing with his dad that how, you know, that, that lifestyle, you know, the, the, the working man is the sucker. You know, uh, right? And he's, you know, he, you, you know, you're the sucker. And he just says, "Hey, you know, no, we're the real tough guys, son. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's see that guy get up and go to work every day yeah. for eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, we're the tough guys. We're, we're, you know." And then it ends up in him hugging his son and his son crying. But you know, it's all about choosing the right path. It takes great sacrifice to choose the right path. Mm -hmm. So when people say things like, "Well, you made a bad business decision," well. Hey, you know, I'm not on antidepressant drugs and, you know, worrying about my fourth Lamborghini. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> you and know? That, that thing you were talking about, is, I think it's in Ecclesiastes, right? And, and basically, after you read that whole book, it, he says, um, you know, there's nothing better than to love God and to love your wife yeah. and enjoy, you know, a glass of wine. I mean, yeah. it's just like the simple stuff. And and that's the wealth that I feel that you have in your life. Well, you know, it's true because people will come over and they'll see the wealth. They'll see how we are mm -hmm. to one another and the mm -hmm. respect and love we have for one another. They see this beautiful little five-people family and they, they it just blows them away. Yeah. How, how, how did you get here? How did you do this? And we didn't do anything. We just followed God and he protected us yeah. from, from ourselves and each yeah. other and every other thing, you know, because, yeah. you know, it wasn't, wasn't easy. And you that's know, how it works. To yeah. great sacrifice. But I remember, you know, I remember facing my fear one day as a believer. And I remember crying in my bed, sobbing all night long, fearful of how I was going to provide for my family, how I was going to do this and that, and just worried about the future. And when I was done crying that night, in the morning, I felt like Christ was with me. And there he was. And he was like, you all done crying? And I was like, I think so. I'm pretty much cried out. <laughs> he says, good, because now I want you to put a big smile on your face and go wake those kids up for school and act like I'm going to deliver you from this thing, because I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. So that was the last time I ever cried in fear. Uh-huh. No more fear for yeah. me. And that's a big step. Yes. That's, that's a crossroad in a Christian's life. You've got to get through it. Yeah. Because he is a last minute God and he will test you to the last minute. And that's that life you know? more abundantly that he's talking about. Yeah. Because, you know, these guys that have the Lamborghinis and all that stuff, that is not life abundantly. That is things, right. that's stuff. But what you have in your family and in your heart, that is life abundantly. Yeah. And he's given us that.
Yeah, he he takes care of us, man. We yeah. see it, and it's so clear. And we've seen just we see it in little things. Like my yeah. wife does these road shows, and 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 we had to we had we had a guy that went into surgery, and I had to go break down his road show emergency in the morning. I woke up late; it was seven thirty. Oh my god, the store opens at nine forty-five. Yeah. I fly down there with my son, and we get into the store, and my son couldn't believe it. How fast everything just seemed to flow: cardboard wrapping. This came to us that you know you know what i mean and you know he just said because you know he knows how how it was you know how, how yeah. it is in that business you yeah. know and and he's seen it he's done some road shows and he's done some setups and he and and i tell you he you know he when we got out the story he just said dad that was totally god that put that together i can't even believe that don't you, you know what i mean you, yes. yeah when your son talks yeah. to you about that yeah one, yeah and he recognizes oh that. yeah yeah he saw it clearly so and and you know, uh, you know when when you're all growing together, you help each other. You see weaknesses in each other, and you constantly mm-hmm. help each other, and you point them out. I mean, my wife has been a tremendous help to me. You know, being, you know, helping me become a loving father. You know, because men men by nature we're we're pretty selfish. You know, we're we're like trying to be friends with a great white shark. <laughs> I know men. You know. Men. Yeah, we've got to have we've got to have those wives to help yeah. us uh, become more Christ-like. Actually, yeah. And and I, I I just think that women are so amazing. They're so strong and and just you know I, there's things about my wife that I, she just blows me away. I, I just I know that I could never do that. And the, the kind of man that God wants us to be is the kind of man that says. Listen, I'll make the final decision because I'm the head, but I definitely right. want to know what you need and what your needs are right. and what you think. And, and you know, we partner with our wives and uh, we partner with Christ right. in, in, you know, in, in everything and accomplish so many things uh, through him and with him. And he, I think God likes to do that with us. Yeah. And I think that he uses marriage, man and a woman, to, to show that. Yeah, and he is. wants us to love him. He wants us to interact with he him does. every day. You know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I got to get people into the mind mindset of knowing that, you know, God is not on the back burner. He's He wants right. to interact with your life every day. He wants you to talk to him, talk yeah. to him. And, you know, we started doing these prayer sessions um, you know, we, we, in the last house, we built a little altar. We're going to do it again. We're going to build cool. a little Abraham altar out yeah. there. And I, I had the boys come to it and, you know, it's just a symbol, you know, and they would stand before the mm-hmm. altar and I would say, okay, guys, talk to God. Wow. Well, just whatever you want, just yeah. talk to him. And it was funny because James had his pet tarantula that had a problem. He molted wrong and he lost a leg and he was very concerned over his tarantula. Uh-huh. So it was just funny because after he prayed, you know, what he thought would be a solid prayer, our father, thou art in heaven yeah, kind yeah. of prayer, you know, when mm-hmm. he was done with that, he just was like, well, Lord, about my spider, you know, and he just went into his spider, man, okay, because the Lord cares about his yeah, spider, yes. he cares, and he wants to talk to you, yeah. he wants you to talk to him, he wants you to feel you can come to him as a father and talk to him, yeah. it's a beautiful thing, man. You know, there's one other thing, you know, there's things that happen in people's life that, that are the building blocks of their faith and how they believe, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the most important things that happened in my life was my father sharing the experience of him dying on that operating table from the freebase cocaine heart attack. Uh-huh. Now he actually Got flatlined it. for three minutes. Wow! So he he 
he describes the experience of him hovering over his body. He could see his body on the table, and he can see people desperately trying to revive him, doctors and whatever. And he said, he said, I'm going to describe this the best I can, but I don't think there are human words to actually describe what it felt like. Mm -hmm. There's no words in the, that I could use. Uh -huh. But all I know is, is although I knew that that was me and that I was leaving behind this great mess and that I loved my children and, 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 and there was desires to want to fix what I had messed up, but I, I had no desire whatsoever to return to that life. The feeling of being free from the body was so great, so uh, intense, so amazing, so you, yeah. that you don't even, you can't even imagine returning to that. You see what I mean? And that's, that's, a, that's a heck of a statement. That's something yeah. we can look forward to is, is that. And then he, he felt the light that he perceived to be God. And basically, in a warmth, and basically, that voice communicated him to, to him and said, "You're not ready. Yeah, three strikes, you're out. You better get it right this time." And then yeah. they revived him, and he came back to life. And he went and bought a Bible uh, because he wanted to. My father was an educated man; he was a speed reader. He'd read one four hundred page novel a night. You know, he wow. was incredible. He read read seven books in a week. You know, yeah. he was like a walking encyclopedia. So he decided he was going to buy a Bible so that he could brush up on Christian buzz lingo, mm -hmm. so that he could finally go to church with his boss, who was a Christian uh, of this wrought iron company that uh -huh. he would sell wrought iron. Get the eight hundred bucks the guy owed him, and quit before he found out about the cocaine meltdown. That was his motives. Uh -huh. But this young kid at the Christian bookstore thought, "Yeah, this is this guy's first Bible." He said, "Can I suggest instead of that King James, try the Living Bible?" And gave him a paraphrased Living uh -huh. Bible. So that thing became like a novel to him, yeah. and he just would break out in a cold sweat. He didn't understand what was happening to him. You know, this was no book. Okay, yeah. this yeah. was this is what's going book. on. <laughs> so then he went to church with the boss and the preacher had his number and he just he just he fell out in the church man he just he just his whole life flashed before him and he got radically saved yeah. you know so that knowledge that knowledge and that crossroad that i told you about mm -hmm. the last time i cried in fear yes with that knowledge i'm fearless you know yeah. but that helps you know, to yeah. have that testimony from your father, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not wondering what it would be like to to uh, be free of this body, but know that it's better than than here. That's for sure. Yeah. And if you're in Christ and he's got you, then it, it's it's it, it's greater than we, we could ever imagine. Yeah. You know, well, this I'm Les Carlson. I tell you, I really have enjoyed this time with you, uh, John. Um I hope everybody just gets this thing going over and over and again. You know, you don't have to listen just once. You can listen over and over because, John, you told us some great things. And I appreciate your commitment to God and Thank you your so family much. and your music. Thank you, Les. 